it is the season that time of year where we're all dreaming about white christmas and you can feel the in the atmosphere itself the stores are excited people are excited they're shopping they're going everywhere but we would be remiss if we did not remember the classic the classic movie a white christmas and here today without further delay um we have with us Heather French Henry, a former Miss America, and her husband, Steve, Dr. Steve Henry, who also uh, was a former lieutenant governor here in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. And both of them have a project that you I want to share with you. It's the uh, Rosemary Clooney House and its iconic White Christmas Museum. First of all, Heather and Steve, how are you guys? Great. Oh, we're great. great. Wonder. I thought you were going to introduce him as, and also the Mister America. <laughs> <laughs> That's her dad, anyway. Right, right. I, yeah, I should have gone there. And, and and Heather, you know, in all full, in all fairness, you've done so much more than Miss America. But I love saying that. Uh, because you were, that's, that's quite an accomplishment in your well, life. It is, it is a term of endearment. I did a, a tremendous amount of work and still do for our nation's veterans and especially bringing that back home to the Commonwealth of Kentucky and eventually becoming the commissioner of veterans affairs, which I'm mm -hmm. equally as proud, um, at having served, uh, certainly in that capacity. So Miss America is still, still a pretty good title to have. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, I said this off camera, but I love being able to say, I know a Miss America. How many of you guys on YouTube can actually say what I can say? And I love saying that. So I'll always say that to my well, friend. We're a little bit like an urban legend, right? People know we exist, but they rarely get to meet one. <laughs> uh, but it really, you know, it's interesting. That year really is how I got hooked up with Rosemary Clooney because wow. our families were all from the same area of Augusta mm -hmm. in Maysville, Kentucky. Yeah. And I knew the Cloonies, George and his mom, Nick and Nina and his sister, Ada, but Rosemary was still on tour in the latter part of her life. And it wasn't until I won Miss America and she was the second phone call I received after winning. You can guess who was the first. <laughs> we were, yeah, of we course. were dating. So yeah, he called to congratulate the, the Miss Kentucky became Miss America. But Rosemary was the second and she proceeded to call me once a week, every week for that entire year. I got a chance to see her perform. I performed with um, she and Debbie Boone, her daughter-in-law. And so that's really how all of this started um, in getting Rosemary Clooney's house in Augusta, Kentucky. She was born in Maysville right. and then moved to a house in Augusta in 1980. And I did the opposite. I was born in Maysville or more, born in Augusta, then moved to Maysville. So you're crisscrossing each other's path. So we did. Yeah. We crisscrossed each other. But she was really concerned that a small town girl from her, you know, hometown area might get lost in translation in the business of the entertainment industry and having become Miss America. So she was quite a guardian angel and a mentor to me. So when she passed away, her family reached out to us and we purchased her home thinking it was going to be a second home for us. Right, um, right. But of course, everything led to the next and it wound yeah. up that now it's a 100% museum to the life and legacy of Rosemary Clooney, which includes, of course, the famous White Christmas costume collection. Yeah, and it's a 100%. It's a uh, nonprofit foundation headed by uh, you and, uh, and Steve, of course. Um, and it, the, the foundation was established to actually preserve Romans, Rosemary Clooney's house and it's open to the public and memorabilia, which we'll talk about for in a moment. But you guys, that's actually a physical house that people can go in and tour. It is. And uh, it was uh, an opportunity to buy something in Heather's little hometown. And mm -hmm. we enjoyed 
the first year that we were there off and on, we never walked on the sidewalks. We always walked in the streets. And so mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a wonderful little town. Um, I think that it's been rated as the, the top 10 things to see in Kentucky historically. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And so we, wanted to, we wanted to add to that. And the Lieutenant Governor's Mansion, while we were there, was the oldest official residence in the country at the time. Now it's mm -hmm. no longer a residence. And so we were used to people being in the house. And so we thought it was just a, a wonderful thing to open up the bottom. And we did that 20 years ago, which 20 is years ago that we, uh, we established it. And then, uh, but white Christmas is one of my mm. favorite movies. Yeah. And, uh, it tells all the, you know, my, I remember my dad, uh, coming back, he went into the Navy right at the end of world war II. Mm. I remember him talking about not being home for Christmas. And uh, it, it really impressed upon me the importance of our military being thanked and appreciated yes. because they miss a lot of Christmases and Thanksgivings. Yes. And those are memories that they'll never have with their children. So it, it talks about not our veterans not being home. It, mm -hmm. it appreciates that. And it also talks about Christmas and the importance of Christmas. And so it was a wonderful opportunity for us to just start that collection. And, yeah. and the first items we got probably from Paramount. Yeah. Uh, as a partnership with Paramount Studios about uh, 18 years ago. Wow. Wow. It's expanded since then. Well, before we get to the movie, you also have two other draws, uh, two other displays in the, in the house, which are might be of interest, uh, which I'm sure are of interest, rather. Uh, one is George Clooney. He has two. Uh, George Clooney has two uh, uh, two uh, costumes there, one from Leatherneck and the other one from Old Brother, Where Art Thou? Is that right? Well, you know, it's interesting. So um, Leatherhead's actually Leatherhead, the fall, yes. yeah, movie that actually is on display now at the Fraser History Museum. Museum oh. in Kentucky. We've lent that out to them. We like to do a lot of cross cooperation with other mm -hmm. museums and entities. Um, and they had had on display the Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And then we finally got that back in the museum. So you can see that certainly. We also have Monuments Men, which mm -hmm. is a really important and I think maybe underappreciated film that's based on the true story of the battalion that went in to find the artwork that was stolen by the Nazis in World War II. And they yes. really had to beat the Russians uh, to it. <laughs> <laughs> Although we were allies in World War II, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think we were sort of like um, allies on the surface, but I think there was a lot of undercurrents. And so they were trying to beat the Russians and getting those artifacts found and, and brought back to safety. And certainly yeah. they did that. And so that was a really excellent film of Georgia's. Um, and then, of course, we've got a plethora of his other movies that we rotate things in and out of. The American, Ides of March, Up in the mm -hmm. Air, The Descendants. Yeah. So we try to show two to three items of Georgia's. Um, and those are sort of our rotating collection. And then we also have other movies of Rosemary's. We have The Stars Are Singing, which was her first movie she premiered in 1953 that she mm -hmm. actually premiered in Maysville, which was okay. awesome. Wow. And we also have Red Garters, which is a little known uh, Western musical. She plays a actress or, or a character named Calaveras Kate, a saloon owner. And then we also have Here Come the Girls, right. which she co-starred with Arlene Dahl, Tony Martin, and Bob Hope. Mm -hmm. And so that's on top of the White Christmas collection. So we feel like we're, we've built a pretty well-rounded collection of her movie career. Mm -hmm. And so continuing always to add items, not only of hers, but also her co-star. Stars. And she mentioned Bob Hope, and yeah. he's one of my real heroes. Yeah. Uh, and we've got three of his items, three of his costumes from her movie, and those came from Debbie Reynolds. And oh. uh, it was when those went up for auction, uh, she corresponded. We talked on the phone about those items, and she was very pleased that they were coming to Rosemary's. 
Well, you know, when you talk about that, that brings up so many good memories, especially for my audience, right? All of us remember those films of Bob Hope uh, uh, entertaining the troops, the, uh, what are they, the, uh, the ISO? The or USO. The USO. USO. Yeah, yes, USO, uh -huh. you know, bringing a taste of home to foreign shores. And what a true uh, testament he was uh, and part of the war movement, keeping our soldiers and sailors Absolutely, uh, and engaged. his entire life. And we have and, a his lot entire of entire life. That's right. Yeah, as a lot of Miss America's actually traveled. I did not, unfortunately, get a chance to do a USO show with him. But um, before me, there were several of my Miss America sisters that they themselves did USO shows, and some of them actually participated with Bob Hope. So what a tremendous uh, legacy to bring together, Bob yeah. Hope. Rosemary were great friends, as was Bing Crosby. And it was really Bob Hope and Bing Crosby that helped Rosemary kind of get back on her feet and mm -hmm. get back into singing and performing in the latter years of her life. So she had a great support system in those two men. Well, and Bob had actually, and Dolores had come to their wedding. Mm -hmm. So they've been to Rosemary's house. Okay. Uh, and so there's a lot of important history. A lot of important folks have been to that house. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about the house uh, because this is your passion, uh, Steve and, and Heather. And Steve, a moment ago, uh, before we talk about the movies, uh, you mentioned a collaboration with Paramount Studios to receive, retrieve a lot of the artifacts from movies, including White Christmas, correct? Well, we still Some. collaborate with mm -hmm. them. And, okay. and, and now it's it's a minority of the, the costumes that we have. As Heather mentioned, George has probably contributed 30 costumes. He and his co-stars, which include five Academy Award winners. Uh, but at the same time, we've done a lot of collecting. Mm -hmm. And so Paramount probably has five items now at the museum. And initially, when we started this, five items was uh, half of our collection. Well, when we, started, when we actually um, bought the house, uh, we had actually contacted Paramount about a month before I was doing right. a show. And they the director wanted me in a red dress like Rosemary's and White Christmas, and I had reached out to Paramount, and that's how we first made contact, although I'd done some work and both of us knew people at Paramount. Mm -hmm. But that was the first time that they had an aha moment of, we don't know where anything is from White Christmas. In fact- Seriously? In the, yeah, well, in the yeah. 70s, 80s, and 90s, lots of the studios had sold off uh, thousands of pieces of their yeah. collections to yeah. make room because those studio lots are a little landlocked out there. And it really wasn't till 99, 2000, kind of getting into the new millennium, that studios started realizing the monetization of their collections. Mm -hmm. And so we're really proud that our initial reach out helped to start a movement at Paramount to really create a, a costume archive. Mm -hmm. And the gentleman who is involved in that actually is from Ohio. Yeah. Uh, really? Rob, who has got a pretty big name in costume uh, collection and, and archiving. And so we've really partnered with them. It was about a month after then the show, mm -hmm. I, I called them back and said, hey, we just purchased Rosemary's. Did you ever find anything? Mm -hmm. And that's when they found the Blue Sisters fan. And even at that point, we thought we'll just have one or two things. We'll have yeah. the house open during the holidays. And it just was like a snowball effect. And then collectors find out you have things and then auction houses. There's some really big auction houses that are noted for costume collections with uh, cinematic collections. And so uh, we have privately purchased now a majority of the collections. And this this is why this project is called a passion project. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of my birthday presents are in that house. Yeah, it's birthday presents. when auction comes up and Stephen will be like, hey, for my birthday, there's, a, there's another costume up for auction. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit about your uh, about uh, two things we want to talk about. One is 
uh, how you have collaboration with other museums. And secondly, we're going to talk exactly about Columbia Inn, Pine Tree, Vermont set. But before we do, we have to say thank you to DPLFP.com for making Aging with Grace 55 Plus even possible. We appreciate their support and their counselors are standing by to help you with all of your financial needs at DPLFP.com. Um, a moment ago, you mentioned that uh, you have collaboration with different museums. And I understand uh, the White Christmas is now on tour in Nebraska Museum. Is that correct? It's in Omaha. Oh, Omaha. And, Omaha. And next year. Omaha, and, Nebraska. Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, good. Okay. Yeah. It's, a, it's a long box truck travel to Omaha. <laughs> Ten and a half hours up, ten and a half oh, hours no. back. Do it's I hear the voice? Do, do I hear the voice of experience with you and Steve driving that? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> we find it important that we keep our eyes on the collection and take care of it. And so we drive it wherever it's going. Next year, we'll go to South Carolina. It was Oshkosh a couple of years ago. Oh. And, and so it goes uh, around the country. And so we take it in a box truck, and that is the furthest we have been. But we expect we'll we'll have further more distances to go in the future. But it's important because ten thousand people, over ten thousand people, saw it last year up in Covington. Ten thousand uh, people. Tourism, Department of Tourism in Kentucky. Wow, uh, has really uh, asked us to keep it close every so many years. This year we divided what was uh, not used in Omaha, Nebraska, in Ashland, and is currently on exhibit in Ashland, and also a few items or in Owensboro at those museums. So we try to spread it around Aww. as much as possible. And, and it's been, it's worked for us. It's, it's yeah. been a very successful. Well, one of the pattern. benefits is that we realize that there's going to be thousands of people who may never come to Augusta, Kentucky. I mean, we love Augusta. It's 1400 people if you count the cats and the dogs. It's a lovely <laughs> yes, Americana it little town. Yes, it but is. we do realize that in the winter months that it can create a lot of economic impact for other museums as well around the country. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. what we really have found out. So from about November 1st, through the end of February, um, that's when it actually is actively traveling. And then we get a chance to semi-close down the Rosemary Clooney House for any needed repairs, which when you're a house museum, there are plenty, right. especially on the river, there are plenty of needed repairs and things that need to be done, a little TLC. So we open back up April 1st. Mm -hmm. And then the collection comes back home to Rosemary. So at some point it comes home, it's there for a long duration, but always during the holidays from November through about February, it's traveling so that thousands of other people will get a chance to enjoy and celebrate uh, one of the most beloved holiday classics. I absolutely love it. And Steve mentioned, uh, Steve, this is your song. This is your movie uh you know starring uh let's see bing crosby rosemary clooney danny Kay, and vera ellen correct? vera ellen right who was from norwood ohio right we we've been to to vera's house and yeah. she's a mile away from george shakiris where he grew up right at the norwood high school and george shakiris for those who don't know exactly who he is won an academy award for west side story oh. got his start in white christmas the, uh, there as was a dancer. A, as a dancer. A, a picture was taken with uh, Rosemary's gloves on his shoulder, and that picture uh, gave him his career. He got a contract as soon as that was published. So many oh. women called to find out what his name was. So <laughs> we feel like it's legitimate because Rosemary went to high school at Western Hills in Cincinnati. Okay. So we feel like it's legitimate that we get to claim White Christmas. 
Absolutely, you do. We we opened up applauding uh, Bob Hope and others for the USO tours, taking a, a, a taste of warmth of home to the soldiers. So now, in conclusion, walk us through the Columbia Inn, Pine Tree, Vermont, and uh, what that meant to soldiers in terms of this movie itself as a classic of American holiday. Well, what's really interesting, people remember White Christmas for a plethora of reasons, whether it's the songs, the actors and actresses, the costumes are pretty iconic. But really, this film is a military appreciation film. It is to honor the sacrifice and service of General Waverly, who is played by Dean Jaggers. And when you look at the scope of the movie where you start, you're in wartime, all of a sudden you fast forward years later, um, and he has gone into civilian life and there's even the funny uh, song, gee, I wish I was back in the army now. <laughs> and there's a lot of parallel to what's going on now with the discharge of veterans as they try to transition back right. into regular life. Right. And being able to see some of that difficulty and you see his heartbreak when he gets the letter from the Department of Defense because he has signed up once again for service. Obviously, he's in his elder years. And they basically think it's a joke that he tried to sign back up. And so he, the crushing look on his face is really reminiscent of some of the issues that we still see today. And so being in Danny and Rosie and Vera put on this elaborate show and get all of his old soldiers, as many as they can get in the New England area to come in and do a huge Christmas Eve celebration on his behalf, which is a surprise. And again, it's about honoring the sacrifice and service. And that's why I love this movie because it mm -hmm. resonates on so many different levels. Mm -hmm. But for us, we also created a program called Operation Waverly. So at various times, different hosting museums, uh, we had a huge uh, program last year in Oshkosh and the year before that at the Upcountry Museum where Operation Waverly, which is named after General Waverly, connects the hosting museum to a local veteran project or entity so that mm -hmm. we can utilize the excitement of the exhibit to be able to raise awareness about something that's local. And we do know now after doing that for a few years that the ripple effects have been vast and that those entities have continued working together in collaborations. So again, creating a lasting impact um, even 70 years later. And we have a book coming out also in 2024. No so way. I want to plug that for White Christmas and it'll be a 352 page coffee table book chock full of items you never knew you needed to know about the making of White Christmas. So it's 70th anniversary is going to be pretty big. Oh, that's going to be huge. That's going to be absolutely huge. Yeah, we, we had a little episode a couple of weeks ago where a lady called us and sent us, her father was the electrician on the set and had given the family the Christmas lights from the tree. She has sent them to me. And when I was looking at them, Aww. I said, I don't know that these look 70 years old. And Heather, I said, these look like the ones I had when I was growing up. I said, yeah. well, you're 70. Heather, Heather goes, you're 70. I said, well, they're real. They're real. So we're excited. We've gotten so many things uh, in the last year that we're excited. That it's just going to grow and grow. And I'm 70. I'm not. <laughs> and 70 never looks so good, my friend. Uh, <laughs> You're you're right in the you're right in the uh you're right the in the zone. That's right. The zone of aging with grace, fifty-five plus, right? Which is why I love talking with you guys. Your Christmas tree looks so beautiful behind you. I'm just gonna put a sign on my set that says "Ditto." 
<laughs> I did out, yeah. Well, you know, it really is this season. We uh, we always think about the holidays. We think about prepping for the holidays, the stress of the holidays, and we tried to get a leg up around Thanksgiving about putting the tree up. And what we love about this is this is a tree ch chock full of memories. Certainly for us, um, for our children, you'll see pictures on it. It's not one uh, of those designer trees, yeah. but it does contain some ornaments. Um, my company actually does make some ornaments that are inspired by the costumes of White Christmas. And oh. so we we realize that Christmas and the holiday time is a special time for families to remember. It's nostalgic. And um, if it were up to the kids, we would actually have that tree up all year long. <laughs> <laughs> so you have successfully given them the spirit of Christmas as well. Well done. Absolutely. Well done, Heather. Well done, Dr. Steve Henry. You guys have been amazing. Um, and one thing I want to say in conclusion is that, Heather, we absolutely love the fact that not only was Veteran Affairs part of your platform as Miss America, but it's also been your lifelong mission, seeing you at, at uh, state fairs and across the country promoting and, and advocating for our citizen soldiers. Thank you for all your work on their behalf. Well, it's it's an honor to be able to do. My father is still alive. He's a disabled Vietnam veteran who served in the Marine Corps. And what's really interesting, we were talking about Christmas. He actually went in on Christmas Day, 1967, and was wounded on December 27th, 1967, oh. which was what basically ended his military career. And you think about just that direct connection to the military. And this is something that I'll carry the rest of my life. I mean, Miss America... Absolutely. will last the rest of my life. But being the daughter of a veteran is a title that never goes away. That's so good. That's so good. For, for people that want more information about the museum, what is your website? Share that, please. RosemaryClooney.org. It doesn't and get they can also follow us on Facebook. We have a very large and very active Facebook group called the Rosemary Clooney House. People message us all the time. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for keep, for being true to the spirit of Christmas, especially the white Christmas, the, the movie starring uh, Bing Crosby, Rosemary Clooney, Danny Kaye, and Vera Ellen. And of course, Rosemary Clooney, which is why we're talking about the Rosemary Clooney House and this amazing museum that Heather French Henry and her husband, Dr. Steve Henry, have put so much time and loving effort into. Thank you, guys. And I'm going to check back with you in 2024 on the book. That'll be our next conversation. All right. We'll save you a copy. Merry look Christmas. Forward to. Merry Thanks Christmas. You. Merry Christmas to you, too. Bye-bye please visit my website, awg55.com, to listen to past episodes of Aging with Grace 55+, including purchasing a deck of 35 oversized playing cards for deeper, more meaningful conversations with the seniors in your life or community.